What is the business advice that only sets business owners up to fail? Hi, welcome to another conversation here on Business Mindset Mastery. Thanks so much for joining me today. I'm your host, Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and leadership consultant. I work with business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always find me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And today we're diving into kind of a fun question that comes courtesy of my husband. He had been asking me what kind of questions I was getting on the podcast lately, and I was telling him that my inbox had actually started to dry up a little bit. And he tossed a question my way and it turned out to be a really fun discussion for the two of us that I thought I would bring to the show and offer it to you guys as well. And he asked me, what is the worst business advice that I hear people say all the time that just makes me want to like pull my hair out, climb the walls and just, you know, yell at everybody. And when it comes down to it, it's so funny. This is a question that's actually been asked to me a couple of times. And the first thing that always comes to mind is this idea that a lot of new business owners are encouraged to start by giving away their best stuff for free. So if you're a new coach, if you're a new consultant, you are encouraged to go and find your initial clients to collect testimonials by offering a discounted rate in exchange for a testimonial by, um, you know, sort of collecting your first newbie clients clients getting some reps in and not really charging until you get more experience and then setting up your business. I think brick and mortars are often encouraged to do things like Groupon to get people to find them as visibility opportunities or to lead with really big discounts and bonuses. And at the end of the day, when you have never run a business before, I really strongly believe that is the worst possible way to start. Because when you are new in establishing yourself, you have to get your reps in, not just in the service you're providing, but in all of the steps that come with being the boss. You have to have the sales calls or the sales conversations, the marketing plan, the visibility strategy, all of those things are boss decisions. And when it starts and leads with a story that you have to somehow make your product or service this shinier by decreasing its value, I think that contributes to a story of self-doubt, of imposter syndrome, comparison-itis, and it doesn't give the new business owner practice and standing as themselves in their business unapologetic, you know, unapologetically saying, this is who I am, this is what I do, and this is how I serve. So many of the clients who find me because they're struggling with insecurity, because they can't make a decision, because they need to go to the peanut gallery before they move on X, Y, or Z strategy. When we chase the tail to that conversation, it's because the start of the business didn't start confidently. If you think about this idea that you have to discount your services or you have to get you have to work for people for free in order to prove that you know what you're doing then you're starting the business on the question do you really have what it takes and you know and it's interesting to me 
And it worked for me because when I was a brick and mortar therapist, I had the set rates that were defined by the insurance company. So I didn't have to haggle. I didn't have to nickel and dime. All I had to do was decide if somebody wanted to pay out of pocket because they didn't accept insurance, what was I charging? And it was really easy to look at what the payments were for the insurance companies and simply charge the same thing and get that decision out of my hands. So when I came into the online space and I started talking about crafting my packages and my offerings and my services, everyone was encouraging me to lowball my offer, to sort of, you know, prove myself a little bit, to get the testimonials in, to get, you know, the social proof, and then I could charge what I was worth. And I'm really glad that I had 10 years of business experience before that because I was able to take that advice immediately and talk it because I knew in my bones that the answer to starting a business confidently isn't to undervalue yourself from the beginning. You can always raise your rates. You can always aspire for more, but you want to start at a rate that respects who you are and the skills and the talents that you have that make you uniquely qualified to offer whatever it is you do. Because I think otherwise, the, the imposter syndrome kind of you're making room for it. The do I really belong here? Do I really fit in here? Because people are paying me because I've reduced my rate by 50% or people are paying me because they're my friends. We never get over that hump of having to do lead generation, nurture that lead, have the sales conversation, and then close the deal. And ultimately, those are the reps that business owners need to be more successful. They don't need to get as many of their reps in in the service. And you have heard me say this before around new and establishing coaches and consultants, that they have to get their reps in. They have to prove themselves. But I don't think you have to do it at the expense of your bottom line. And I think when we're taught to give ourselves away, to give away our best content for free, we are not in turn taught how to value ourselves, how to respect ourselves. And that decision ends up like when we follow the tail, ends up leading to conversations around, well, what are your boundaries as a business owner? How often are you allowing your con you know, your clients to contact you outside of work? What are your, you know, contract requirements for clients working with you? Because when you start from a place of devaluing your worth, it is a lot to then ask for yourself to start finding yourself worthy in every other area of your life. But when you state your rate, unapologetically and are clear about what it includes and it doesn't include and you get your first yes, that is what you need to power you through the harder conversations of putting yourself out there for more visibility, of asking the hard questions and doing the hard things. I think otherwise you're starting by playing small, by lowering your rate and devaluing your worth and you're only going to continue in that beginning stage as a business owner by making decisions where the foundation of it comes from devalued worth. I think it is far better to 
struggle a little bit to have to hustle because it's easy to lower your rates and get people in. But are the people who are coming in because you were, you know, offering your lowest common denominator rate, are those the people you ultimately want? Is that the respect you ultimately want to earn? Is that the testimonial you will ultimately value? And my guess is, and my story is not. But people who tell you, give away your best stuff for free and offer that free session and do a 60-minute coaching call or do those things, they are trying to get you to skip steps. They are trying to make starting a business easier. Yes, you may get revenue faster, but you are not going to become a boss faster with that method. The way to really find out who you are as a leader, a manager, a business owner, you have to get the reps in. And if you are building practice, at lowering your worth, the first thing you're doing is setting yourself up for a challenge when you then ultimately say, you know, screw this. I'm not charging peanuts for my services. I want to raise my rates. And then your clients start to feel nickel and dimed by that process. That's the only way that goes. Otherwise, you're set up to keep offering this low ball rate. Rather, what I would like you to do, instead of devaluing your worth, what are the ways you can add to your worth? What are the things you can do to add to the experience? So for example, if you are a service-based provider, can you offer your services at your rate of choice, but that the bonus includes an extra week of email support or Voxer support or something along those lines that you will hold their hands for a little bit longer, or you will be available to ask questions after the time the contract ends. You get to decide what you think the shiny object is that could bring people to you that isn't about price and isn't about devaluing your worth. You can make that investment because I do think when you're lowering your rates, you are making an investment because you're losing out on that money. So instead of losing out on that money because you're, you've given yourself away and you've discounted yourself, take that money and see how you can make yourself more attractive to the people people who need to find you? How do you create a more welcoming, you know, introductory experience for people who are just discovering you? What do you need to invest in, in order to get people to want to learn more about you, to build that know, like, and trust factor, and to feel more connected to you? But when you start your business from a place of less than, it is really hard to go back. You're setting yourself up and your integrity up to be questioned by those initial people who find you. But if they just meet you where you're at, (coughs) excuse me, at your rate of choice, you then, (coughs) excuse me again, you then get to decide what happens next. You then get to say, this is the course of my business. You then get to introduce your clients to who you are and how you move through the world and what they can expect from you next on an even playing field and not from this place that you only attracted them because you devalued your worth and your services. I want you to think critically about this. I think a lot of service providers, 
not just when they're starting their businesses, but they do this at Black Friday. They do this, you know, at the end of the year sale. They do this at the beginning of the year sale that all of these different reasons to discount their services, it ultimately ends up disrespecting the people who are going to pay your full price because they're going to say, why am I paying you your full rate when Joe Schmo down the street only had to pay 30% of your rate? You don't want to have to have those conversations. And in a land of social media where everybody's talking about their business, that will get out. I offered somebody just last year, a discounted rate, um, having, you know, the person was having a particularly trying time. And so I said, listen, this isn't my normal rate, but I really want to help you out. I want to honor the fact that you're trying to show up for yourself despite these obstacles, you know, so I'm just going to privately offer you this discounted rate out of respect for everything you're managing. And then the person went on social media was like, oh my gosh, Heather's the most generous person ever. She lowered her rate so I could meet with her. Well, all that did is make every other client decide like, hey, like, why is this person worthy of a lower rate? And just because I don't have a homeless in my van story doesn't mean I couldn't have used a discount. And it creates distrust amongst the people you were most trying to earn trust with, because you're not trying to earn the solid trust of those newbies who only want you at the discounted rate. You are trying to earn the trust of people who are going to see your talent, respect Respect your talent and nurture your talent. And you can't do that from a place of less than. So the next time you consider lowering your rate, offering a discount, the next time you hear that advice, I invite you to consider this conversation and perhaps make a different choice. Thank you so much for joining me today. You know I love being in your earballs every single day. I love talking to you. If you have a question, you want my two cents on your business, you can always find me over at heather at choosetohaveitall.com. Thank you so much for today. I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.